0: you are listening to 40 something podcast with valley and the big and now silicon steve valley and the big
1: All right, coming in here with another episode of 47th's podcast, Uh, Whip Em Out Wednesday, Hump Day, you know, whatever you would want to call this, uh, whatever your favorite uh, misogynistic midday week term is. Uh, Do you remember those used to came out? Remember it was Whip Em Out Wednesday with Opie and Anthony and then Hump Day. I I remember, well, well, Hump
0: Day I thought was always a thing. We just call it because you get over the hump. But yeah. yeah, I definitely remember that. I had a wow sticker on my. Uh,
1: wow sticker, right. I
0: had a wow sticker, yeah.
1: Going those, back guys don't, those guys don't fit the narrative anymore, I don't think. Anthony definitely doesn't. No. <laughs> definitely. But... Anthony does definitely.
0: And he was always a little fucky. You know, and they, they said a lot of things that. I think most people would think are passe. And because of that, they haven't transcended in neither of their career. I mean, one guy kicked off, but their their careers have absolutely nosedived.
1: You know, I obvious... think Greg uh Opie, he kind of he was doing the podcast and thing for a while, but uh you know, I don't I don't know. Anthony, the funny it I was think, it's I int- think he might have actually gotten noted for saying something too. So Well he allowed it. Let's hope we don't go it. that way. That's, I guess that's what we're saying let's
0: hope we don't go <laughs> oh no absolutely not I mean there, there's a lot of, I mean they and I think back in the, in the 90s I think and, and I don't know if and it's, that's a whole argue argument because we have a whole other topic today but you would have to that's a sim, that's a, that's an interesting conversation is when did race humor get exploited to where it was damaging society that's a whole other bag of wax because it's that's not true. just it's not just white people who've used racial humor you know what I mean I mean, Richard Pryor, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle still uses racial humor more than any other comedian. Yeah.
1: Well, there's the whole cracker thing that's been going on for years. What cracker thing? Yeah.
0: What cracker thing?
1: Well, I the mean, word, the, the term? The derogatory white person name is cracker. Yeah.
0: What's So?
1: I'm just saying that, uh, you know, there's been inappropriate names on both sides of it but sometimes it doesn't you know it only matters when it's a certain side like Do you I, give a- i've scoffed at the word cracker i always thought that was hilarious and when somebody calls me a cracker i laugh because first of all i'm italian so i'm like a little left of center of cracker but <laughs> this am not like Hispanic. I'm yeah i'm not like total cracker <laughs> Let's be real,
0: white people. Cracker doesn't matter, folks. Come on, that's hilarious. When white people bitch, oh, they can call us cracker, that's okay. Yeah. It is yeah.
1: actually.
0: Yeah, it is. A black man can walk in my face, scream at me, and yell cracker, I'd be like, eh. Okay. Right. eh. You know. I think a good point of that, there was a really, and this is a good point. This was actually a really funny skit, a very famous skit with Chevy Chase and Richard Pryor on Saturday Night Live, probably 1975, 76. And a black man came in to get a job interview and Chevy Chase was interviewing and we're just going to play a little word association. And then it kind of brought in racial epithets. To the point yeah. where, the, where the coup de yeah. grace said, honky was the big one. That was the one George Jefferson used a lot. That's right. I forgot about that one. Honky's yeah, the that's big
1: a one. Little bit more, it's a little bit more 70s. Yeah, because yeah, George Jefferson used it, and then it was also on that good times. Honky's with, more offensive, uh, J- I feel. J.J. Walker,
0: Junior Walker. And the origins of Cracker, too. Yeah, exactly. Dynamite. So, yeah, you're right. But my. Yep. But here's the deal, folks. And this is where we have to understand words do matter and words have meanings. And the honky and cracker is just, and I just, a, it was just a way to refer to white people in a derogatory form. But it did, the, those words don't hold the weight of nigger. It's just that simple. It's just saying that made me feel fucking weird. Those words don't hold that weight, and I know they might be filled with same kind of racial hate. They don't hold the same weight, right? Come on. Let's be real, folks. True. Yes. Hate it's to, like oh, you they said, can say honky and cracker, and it's okay. Man, We can't say that. God damn it. I hate that fucking argument. It's like, no, you can't.
1: You no, can't. you can't.
0: Double standards are, well, oh, is the double standard fair? Yeah, you know, neither is not having your fucking neck stepped on for fucking eight minutes and 46 seconds. That's not fair either.
1: The uh, thing is, there's double standards going on everywhere, especially from this virus. So, you know, out here in Colorado, you have tons of businesses that have been shuttered, but yet they have lines around the corner to wait to get on the ski lift to go skiing. Those places are like, they're doing just fine now, you know? Yeah. You know, and then there's no social distancing between or very little. And, you know, these these businesses, they have to pay the price for being shut down in a pandemic, but yet the ski resorts are, are boom, booming. Everybody's got that pen up. and you're, you're going to see more of this. You're going to see more of this. They, so in Denver, they shot down a plan to try to vaccinate the homeless ahead of a majority of the population because they were at high risk and it was shot down. So, and honestly, I could go either way on that, but since there is there isn't really a lot of vaccine really to go around right now, we should be continuing on with the regular plan, which was to get over 70 people done and then the teachers and then, so.
0: We're not a patient group us Americans, let's be honest. That's why if you're patient, yes. I realize this and you're yes. in our age, at our age, the more patient I am, the better my life is going to be. I know that for a fact. When we have these impulses, and it goes even to spending your money and all that, it's a little bit different. So what, if you're patient, that's a bit. if you can learn patience, and anyone knows me, I am not a patient man. If you can learn patience, your life gets ultimately better. But uh,
1: current, I definitely have to agree with that. Just let it – Anything, anytime I let things develop, it's always been – really good thing but when I hastily do things then I'm just kind of like well I just shorted myself out of some money or I just might have ruined a friendship there or I might have just cost me my job because I wasn't patient and let it develop like or I could have had a great relationship with that person but I decided to be hasty and go for a motive that wasn't ready you know and boom I lost that no exactly
0: and you regret it you you might feel good in the moment you're feeding that really bad beast in you that wants to come out you know i remember i I remember breaking up with a woman and you know and many times i broke up with a woman i always said way too much painful things not always the last couple wasn't too bad but you know it, it just and you regret it because now it's like oh that person would be nice to be like oh nice to see you how you doing and that's got, you know, so yeah, if you can expand on your patience, man, we really whiffed around all the rabbit holes there. I like it.
1: Yeah. going, going side, back side to our roots, step baby. Side step in there. <laughs> well, yeah. that's good.
0: That's kind of what the show is all about though. So which is really cool. Boom. But,
1: uh, yeah, I don't know where we even started with this, Frank. Well, we were talking about some of the stuff that's going on this week and, uh, you know, the uh, mess of a legal counsel that the president has. I mean, who are you going to get to try to, to work that? They all quit like three times over. And then we talked about how the vi- the vaccine is rolling out very slowly. And, and the, the Americans are, American people are getting very, uh, impatient about it. And rightfully so. We've been living with this now over a year. Nothing has gone the way it's uh, supposed to. And I think that's just what we're gonna do. We're gonna stumble and bumble all through this whole thing. And then one day in the middle of October, it's gonna be like it's over. I can go to Umbull. Yay. Yeah. Umble, and go to Capital Umble. Theater.
0: Yeah. That that's you can the go
1: day. to Iceland now. Everybody <laughs> goes to Iceland Do you still have your flight?
0: Does anybody have anything planned now that they're like, okay, I'm actually looking forward to now? So that's an umble. And if you don't know what umble is, folks, umble is a to do of one of our favorite bands. They're one of the bigger bands on the uh, jam band scene. Sometimes their songs are in pop references, Jeopardy! And uh, some of their songs are on the NFL backdrop going out of a. Going, and some fish too, and some mo. It's really interesting. There's always some jam bands. So whoever's running,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: Fox that's News or CBS. That. <laughs> I Don't heard know, end of the road a couple fine. times. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. that's that's the date I'm looking forward to. I mean, if Peach happens, that's great. But that, the big concert is going to be Umble two night extravaganza, Capitol Theater in New York, I believe, in October, in the first weekend of October. So. That's the date I'm looking at. I, I would be disappointed if that got canceled because that's the one I think we'll be able to go
1: to. Yeah. I think that I think October looks pretty good as far as starting to have some live music and at a limited capacity, you know? So uh, I, I think that by the time that this, this year, you know, by, by the time we're at this point in the year, next year, we will be over this. So and I swear to God, re- Republicans
0: will be like, you see, oh, look at all the shit that we've gone through since Biden's been in.
1: <laughs> yeah, and no, then it would be just in time for the midterm elections, which is what set Obama's uh, presidency off course, you know, at the same time. And honestly, it could theoretically could happen again.
0: Oh, I don't but... even know
1: if Biden's going to run again. I mean, he's going to
0: be what, 81. I know 80. He's been holding up pretty good he's thing. phenomenal he's in better shape than trump if you put money on who's going first trump's on... my money's on trump my money is on trump he'll probably be the next president to die if you look at the statistically speaking unless jimmy carter but until jimmy carter is gone i don't i'm not counting him out dude jimmy carter is 194 years old already <laughs> i don't know if jimmy Carter's that old but
1: he <laughs> said that just serious too like so legitimate like <laughs> no. you know you know because Jimmy Carter is 194 years old
0: oh no I might have added 100 there and I think I might, I think he's about 98 or 99 he's got to be pushing it but yes he is 96 years old Jimmy Carter he is a fucking old man dude that is great and he's been such a humanitarian he has no political value at all no one gives a shit what he says but He has been such a humanitarian. He's one of the great humanitarians in the history of the world. He really is. And do some research on him. Very ineffective president, no doubt. Whatever, but well, he was good. He was good with the Afghani's. I'm good with the Afghani too, if you know what I mean. Right, right, Cresco. That's a weed screen. That's nice, yeah. That's an old one. Yeah, it's still around, though, man. I I, I get it every once in a blue if it's available in flower. But so, yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens with it. I, I that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, before we get into the main topic today, which is going to be, we and we've avoided talking about Donald Trump for weeks, folks. We've done our best, but we got to say something about this impeachment. But we did get some feedback on uh, probably our most controversial episode yet when we talked about transgender you and i kind of said you know rarely we disagree we're, we're kind of similar we see things differently but we usually overall disagree in principle often at least politically this is one way where we i don't think we do because i'm not 100 convinced that puberty you know men that have gone through puberty should be able to compete against women uh after they have their transformation or after they commit to being a woman um i just don't i I just something tells me maybe i'm the purist about competition but um i'm just afraid you're going to see you know a roger federer run with a trans woman and i don't know if that would be fair
1: okay i see so you're talking about there'll be a time where that person goes on like a winning streak and wins uh you know how many things and most
0: dominant player ever say one of the most dominant one of the most dominant women athletes ever
1: well i i don't think it's going to come out it wouldn't come out they wouldn't actually say she's got a little bit of male in her
0: did you see that (laughs) south park episode when they had macho man randy savage just want to be a woman and then he wound up dominating every female sport
1: oh okay (laughs) <laughs> yeah i wish i would have seen i see a lot more south park but they're
0: still friggin brilliant man i, I yeah. don't watch it as much as so i don't watch tv as much but every episode i watch i'm like holy shit i just don't have the time to sit down and watch south park anymore but yeah they had a trans this is probably five or six years and i'd like to watch it again they had a transgender episode where i forget the the, the plot someone was transgender and whatever um, so long story short, the woman was competing against the this dude, his her ex boyfriend, who decides to identify as a woman, and he's like the match. He literally, exactly, Macho Man Randy Savage, and he just winds up kicking every woman's ass in, the, in, in all these physical competitions. Like, so that's the kind of run I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, you know, yeah. stills the beard. Hey, brother doing the whole thing. It was great. It was one for, as the wrestling fan in me really loved it, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, so then (laughs) we were, we were, we were right. We were talking about all of this last episode. And then you said that we got some feedback from that. So we got somebody that actually said, Hey, I've been listening to you guys. Oh yeah. We got, yeah, but we get some
0: feedback. We got, we get feedback and we get likes and we got, you know, we have a lot of interaction on social media. Um, This is one that I wanted to kind of uh, bring Dave from, Flemington New Jersey and he said I haven't gotten through this whole thing yet but Vig is making no sense with this transgendered conversation he just didn't think from what I can tell he just that's that's all he said and do you have a response from one of our fans yeah well I
1: guess they would have to get a little bit more specific about I said a bunch of things on that but uh I guess when I'm thinking back to that episode, and honestly, this is great. We're getting some of our first uh, feedback out there, so we're we're starting to make make ways into the podcast world uh, of people, and we're influencing mind and taking names and influencing minds. Anyways, well, I stand by what I said. I actually feel that a lot of people will highly agree with me on that. I this is something I I think what what, maybe. People were disagreeing with it. This is this is how people have been since the beginning of time. We we've always been that way as a species. There's always been a mixture of things. This is not something new. What is new is that this is now assimilating into our culture, our regular culture. It's coming out, and we are accepting this as something that happens. This is this is this is part of us. This is part of people, and the only thing that makes this is when we start to put. You know, every time we just start classifying people, categorizing people, that's where the problem starts. So,
0: yeah, but I don't want Macho Man Randy Savage
1: beating girls in basketball. You know, the thing is, TJ, that was probably happening already, except now that we've come out. And we're bringing this to the surface. Now, all of a sudden, it's a big deal. But it was probably going on. In 1986, there was probably some girl playing soccer somewhere in New Jersey at some school. And she inside was probably feeling differently than the rest of who she was playing with. And she might have been better. She might not have been better. But it was going on anyway. That That's kind of the point that I was making. These were these people that have always been this way. So, if, honestly, if you think that out there in Spotify land, that I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to that, then I think you're missing the whole point.
0: Nice. The Vig with the response. Boom. I love it.
1: And it's well, not to be offensive at all. I want I don't you know, I don't want to chase our listeners off. I don't want this guy to be like, oh, I'll finish with you guys, you know, because I have a feeling he won't be. I have a feeling he's... Definitely diligently listening to some of our stuff. But that was my retort to that. And honestly, I don't think I'm I'm not being mean and I'm not being like ultra liberal and you know progressive and saying like this is how it has to be. I'm just saying, I'm just being a human about this.
0: Yeah. Well, I like it. It was a very, very good response. You didn't roast him, you didn't do anything bad. He wasn't specific either. I agree. I I didn't interact with him enough to get the specifics on it you know i'm a busy man i can't be arguing with
1: people like that no i'm just kidding um are you not wasting your time with your friend no isn't no. he is, is he a friend of yours it's out flemington well, new jersey i'm like hey this has got to be on the tj side. oh my days. god he's
0: we know each other very very well yeah he's oh. one of me he's was the best man at my wedding actually <laughs> so oh i love this is guy like he's that? like my he's like my brother yeah yeah but he he well, is he he is a possible contributor in the future. We're trying to possibly think. I think he's gonna get the, the guts to come on here. He just doesn't want us to quote ransack I forget what he said. He just doesn't want us to just start yelling at him about liberal, you know, about how Medicare for all is actually a good thing. He doesn't want shit like that. <laughs> oh, he's I, afraid I we gotta keep it respectful. But I think yeah what the show is we're that's never gonna be disrespectful to um people to their face. So that's fine.
1: No, and I think so that uh, well that obviously started as a lead-in for he may have some differences of opinion, right?
0: Yeah, so, yeah. To, the, put it this way this this transgender this transgender issue is probably the first major political issue we are on a similar page. We're not even on the same page. We're on a similar page. We're 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 in the same chapter, you know. And that's the thing. It's like so. Am I the guy who's you know, when I say Trump fans, you go, your political allies are Nazis. And, and when you say about this, well, your political ally doesn't think Trump should be impeached. But the thing is, Dave probably does think that Trump should be impeached, but he just would never admit it because he doesn't want to agree with anything liberals say. But we'll see. We'll see. That That's that's my, my theory on him. But if we have him on the show, that'd be great. He's very opinionated. I will say that. And he'll make for good radio. I actually did a radio show with him back in... Uh, College, and uh, I don't know if I told the story online, but we were having a very passe skit, which we're not going to go into, and we were shut off from broadcasting for a hot second. And then
1: I understood was it WRSU. What,
0: it was WMCC, Middlesex County College Radio. And uh oh,
1: okay, I didn't know if it was.
0: right. Oh yeah, it's very Rutgers. renowned. It's very yeah. renowned. It's the it's the Harvard of county college radios i don't know what radio harvard has to do with radio though but anyway um (laughs) so but anyways moving right along let's get into it we we have to talk about it because someone's got to say something what is going on with the impeachment the second impeachment of donald j trump and before we get going vig can i just as i'm staring at the sun Well, not right directly at it, that would be insane. But I'm staring out in the sky, bright sun, and I realized I haven't thought about Donald Trump significantly in weeks. Think about that.
1: I only do because it comes on the radio or the TV for some hot minute, you know. But I have to admit, isn't it a little relaxing to kind of not always hear that 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 divisive voice, you know, and Really, kind of made the presidency a very different seat uh, in this country, as far as politics, and uh, you know, something that we're just not going to come back from for, you know, quite possibly ever. But
0: <laughs> well, if you were ever going to give somebody a sedative, Joe Biden is a fucking sedative. If I ever saw one. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I honestly I thought that he was going to enrage uh, a little bit more people as far as the ones that did are not for what he's cuz you know he's kind of gotten a little bit in with the progressive movement here and it's moving that envelope a little bit more further down um than than another president would probably but uh oh my god yeah Still So establishment
0: yeah, yep. though. Still establishment politics.
1: Still establishment but get get ready for it to rain money, man. So <laughs> that's what's going to happen. And the direct result of that, not saying that we don't need stimulus, because we do, but we're going to see a higher, things are going to start costing more, things are going to be more, period. Inflation is going to go up because there's, we just printed more money to give out to our people. So exactly. So, well,
0: so Trump is going to be, there was a vote on the Senate if uh, Trump's impeachment is constitutional. That was the argument from the Republicans. In fact, I haven't heard a lot of Republicans saying that Donald Trump didn't do anything wrong. None of them are saying that. It's like, oh, it's just something unconstitutional. Like I don't hear it have I don't know, and I'm sure there are. I'm sure there's some deranged whack job Republicans like that chick from wherever the hell she's from. I forget what's her name?
1: The so one Maxine kick- Maxine Waters Green, who oh. is a representative congressman, congresswoman from Georgia. And then we have Lauren, Laura Boebert, who is a congressman from uh, the Rockies, Rocky Mountain area of Colorado, and she is a freshman Congress, congresswoman who uh, is definitely down with the whole QAnon thing, is pro-Trump, and is uh, totally all about wearing a firearm in and out of uh, the congressional halls there of the Capitol. So there's a little bit of a new breed involved uh, in in Congress these days. So uh, the conspiracy theories are now inside of those uh, of our actual representative offices.
0: What are the Republican arguments that he shouldn't be impeached?
1: Well, that it's unconstitutional to impeach a president after he has left office.
0: Where does it say that
1: in the Constitution? It doesn't say either way. It doesn't say either way. So, and that's a lot of the Constitution is up for interpretation. That's why it's, there's a whole like branch of, there's a whole branch of law, Constitution law that it represents because of this. Well, he's going to get civil suits up his asshole
0: when this is all said and done. That that cop, that cop's family is going to be paid by the Trumps.
1: Yeah, so that guy in some, in some way, died shape or form as a result of this. So somebody yeah. will pay for that. And, and then yeah. you have a lot of these uh insurrectionists, or you know, whatever you want to call them that storm the cap, they're blaming Trump. That's their defense, is to blame Trump that they told him they were following what their president said to do. He did say they we were gonna the-
0: march on Washington and fight. Those were exact words. This was all right, let's get into this. Fuck this shit.
1: Okay, so so yeah, I mean you have these these members of Congress now that are part of the QAnon conspiracy movement, and they're now elected members and they're pushing that in the, you know, right on the floor here. So, um, it's going to be an interesting year, you know, next couple of years, really uh, where where this all goes. I mean, we're much, we're such a divided country and that just seems to be getting worse. And uh, we're, we're divided on a number of things as far as, politics e- economics uh culture Is it worse though do you remember 2020 i know well it's almost like 2020 didn't really happen you know and not, not like in a regular sense but even you know, 2021 you have a, yeah you have a wage gap now you have like you basically have the it's just splitting apart right down the middle and you have the haves that have mores and then the have nots and then there really is no middle class anymore mm-hmm. those those will move to either side really so you know yeah um, it, to, to look at it you know try to put a little bit of a better light on it you know th- there's never been a better time now to like completely just peel apart and start over again If you want to go do something now like you know think places have people places and things that were going on in the before times were like really expensive and way out of reach. And now, now those places are, you know, if you want to get a place in San Francisco, now's the best time in the last 10 years to do that. That goes for any city, really New York, Los Angeles, because these places are now really just kind of shit shows. But if you wanted to, if you wanted to start over and settle back in somewhere now, now is now the better, the best time to really do that if you can if you can and you, you know they've they've been reporting that there's there's a lot of millennials that have just been kind of treading water through this whole thing they kept their job they're working from home they're saving the money that they would normally spend on things like going to concerts and going out and having having fun places you know that that just aren't going on right now and they're saving that money so those those people are going to are going to be the ones that are, are going to be buying houses and that are, are going to be making moves here uh coming coming up over the next year or two so you know, it's it's just it's going to all change, really. It is all changing right now. So it'll be interesting to see how everything is on the other side of this when we really can just walk out and say, "Ah, we're past the pandemic." Yeah, I had a point. I think I
0: smoked. Bro. Dana left me and had me smoke most of that that blunt by myself. Well, wasn't my bad. fault. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. But yeah. no, but the, that's what it was. Cool. So, and, and if you're not aware, of Vig, you're right, because a lot of people are buying houses right now. They are starting over. Typically, this time of year, and I talked to a real estate agent today, as a matter of fact, typically this time of year, there's 30, in our area, there's 3,500 houses on the market. Right now, there's only 500. And you don't have to be much of a mathematician to say that it downsized seven times. That's crazy. Yeah. That yeah, is absolutely. insane. Sure. So, the, Valley is, you know, so you're exactly right, Vic, and so and you got to jump and you got to jump on it early too because we actually um, Kelly Williams and myself just look we're looking at a house and we just got reported that it was sold and there's only 500 oh. houses in the market.
1: Yeah. So we yeah, you're, it's you're, crazy, son. You're, sure, your area there is a suburb of New York and Philly, so it's a popular area. It's a good place to raise a family. It's been noted that many times by those lists that come out. Um, I think Emmaus was was listed one of the best places in the country to raise a family. So, yes, you know, and that's it's actually happening out here in Denver. It's like unbelievable. Dude, if you wanted to get a condo in Denver, it's actually a very good time to do that. And they're lowering prices. But if you want to get a single family house in Denver right now, good luck. You have yeah, to make exactly. that move. You have to go that pull the trigger on it as soon as you see it.
0: Because renting right now doesn't, renting doesn't make any sense because you're just paying. I mean, right now, cause we're thinking of buying the current house we're in and we're going to buy that. So every piece of mortgage I'm paying right now, to some degree, not all of it, obviously, cause there's interest and such, but is going down to my principal. So I'm going to get a lot of this money back that I'm paying right now. If you're renting, it's not, that's not the situation. Now there's obviously the headaches and all that, but anyways, you're right. But we got to get Brad to the brass taxes. We have meandered beautifully, meandered like a like a like a well well paced fish song. Am I right, Brad Yankel? By the way, we have a report on Brad Yankel going to be signing up, uh, going to be getting interviewed by one of our uh, one of our one of our first interviews.
1: Do we have a date for Brad? I think we did, didn't we? Well, I think we'll be doing it on February twentieth. Uh, but the release date for the podcast would be that next week. So ah, look for it right the week, the last week in February. It will be Brad Yackel and Mark Eckert of Too Fat to Skydive, local Denver-based band. Uh, coming out with a new album that will be available on Spotify. And um, we're going to talk about the album. We'll talk about some interesting things going on. Uh, we'll probably get some other people's take on what they feel. And we'll review the album. As far as the arts and culture scene, as far as live. And we'll review the album. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll be playing some cuts off the new album. Oh, absolutely. And I'll
0: review it too. I've listened to it a couple times and I got some things I can say about it too. So I did my research and I'm reading, and I'm currently reading uh, God's cruel joke by Ray Pearson, who will be on the show next week even though I don't know if I'm supposed to call him Ray Pearson because he's very open and honest in the book that it is a complete bullshit name and the guy doesn't really exist. But Ray Pearson is going to be on the show next week. The writer formerly known as Ray Pearson. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, just, a, he's just a really weird androgynous symbol now, which is really hot. So so Trump... Sure, so we'll be uh, mixing it up. Yeah, so, so the Senate... The Senate, obviously, with I believe six Republicans in support of, with the 50 senators that are Democratic, voted that Trump's impeachment is unconsti- is constitutional, not unconstitutional. Republicans were arguing that he a, a person cannot be impeached if they already le- if he already left office. And Quite frankly, so not no Republican is coming out and saying that Trump didn't incite a riot. No, at least to my knowledge. At least no respectable. I'm sure one of the whack, like the two ladies that you referred to before, the whack jobs, who really let them be as loud and vocal as they can because they are just embarrassing that entire group of people. Just embarrassing them. Keep it coming. Keep all the all these little news files for us to keep to realize how stupid these people were. This is great. It's going to be there for everyone to see. So be loud as you want. You're just hurting your cause. Anyways, so it's going to happen. And Trump's legal team, Vig, what have you heard about Trump's legal team? Issues that have arisen.
1: Well, one gentleman's name is David Schoen. Yeah, well... You know, uh, they did come out, one of the lawyers came out yesterday and said, after the, after the prosecution made their presentation, he goes, wow, that was fantastic. <laughs> so that didn't go over well with uh, Trump and some of the, um, some of that side of the defense and uh, really just in general, um, they're, they're not actually represented. I mean, how, how the heck can you represent this case and try to win? You know, they're really, it's, it's set up to that he won't be impeached because everybody's just still scared of him. And they don't want him to come back and nip him in the ass and pull his seat in, the, in in two years, you know? Yeah, they're afraid
0: of that entire movement. They are radically afraid because they realize how important that movement is for them to win votes. And you got a guy like Rand Paul who is a complete shill and bullshit artist. The apple does fall very far from the tree there. He, he dresses himself yeah. up like a nice, pretty libertarian, but he's a hack bullshit Republican. So their arguments and all those cats are arguing not that he shouldn't be or not that he isn't. If he was in house, they're not saying that he did any that he didn't do anything wrong. They're just saying he shouldn't be impeached because he already left office. Really, Giuliani's tweeting that. This is ridiculous and a waste of time. Why are they impeaching somebody who's not in office? They don't want him to be president again. They don't want his right. slime, scumbag, asshole words and divisiveness that, by the way, has a chokehold on the Republican Party still. They don't want him involved anymore. The Democrats want him far away. Because if you take Trump away, then Republicans start being looked at the at the, at the party that is siding with The billionaires, more times than not, they're siding against actual, a fair financial system. They're fighting against a lot of things. They're fighting against legal weed. They're fighting against Medicare for all. They're fighting, and they're fighting for the NRA. And why? Because they're getting money, and they are getting backed up by all all these different all these different entities to fight for those things because that's who they listen to because the people in this country, they want legal weed. They want, they want healthcare to be affordable. Majority wants healthcare for all, but Republicans don't want that. And they dress it up in all these different reasons as to why, but at the end of the day, it's because they serve masters who are making billions and billions. Not that the Democrats aren't either, but the Republicans are the ones to say, Hey, look at those guys. Hey, well, no, no, look at those. And nobody did the, What about those guys more than Donald Trump? And he took the complete focus off of how the Republicans don't want you to smoke weed and don't want you to get medicine. And they don't want you to make $15 an hour. They don't want that brightly spotlighted on them because that's not populist. That's for the nobles. So that's that. Man, I'm sorry about that. Yeah.
1: No, that no, was really good. And it's true because it has, you know, that has that party has gotten this populist part of it now. And that's that that's the extremism that's coming. And it's really kind of tearing it apart and ruining it. And you know, it's made made this country a whole lot more dangerous and, and unequal as a result. Um, you know, and this was going on for 40 years. And honestly, it was good for them when things were high flying and the economy was going good. I mean, even though the economy wasn't working for everybody the people that it wasn't i mean it's still people were getting by now that's not even happening i went out into denver the other day um and i was i was told by several other people they noticed the same thing there's just so much more so many more homeless people out and about in denver now it's just changed over the last 6 weeks and that's because you you had mentioned this in the beginning the system is broken yeah People who lost their jobs at the no fault of their own, and then they can't even file for unemployment because the website is broken, and they they can't do this. They, we we just were not equipped for this problem that happened. We were not ready for this pandemic, you know, and now as a result, we're paying the price.
0: And meanwhile, while people are losing their jobs, the Jeff Bezoses and the Elon Musks and the billionaires and have made record profits. Oh, their companies, anyway, have made record Absolutely. profits. So, you know, so it just, it's, but the populists, that's the thing, and I think we talked about it. Imagine if the Republican, that that populist spirit that Trump fans had, had the spirit of the Bernie Sanders people, and they can kind of combine each other. You know, back in 2016, a lot of people who were going to vote for Bernie Sanders turned around and voted for Donald Trump. They were both considered populists populists. Donald Trump's not, though. Donald Trump hates his supporters, despises them. He just tells them what he wants, they, they want to hear. He doesn't care about any of them. Sean Hannity doesn't care about you. Use your brain. No, Joe Biden doesn't care about me either. Yes, you're right. I can hear a Republican saying that right now. What about Joe Biden? No, he doesn't care about me either. But I didn't storm a Capitol for him. I think one Republican said uh, after the impeachment trial, he said, um, he actually, he actually turned his vote over, I believe. And, um, he said, it said the compelling argument by democratic house managers persuaded the Louisiana Republican to change his mind and side with Democrats. And I think his quote was and by, this is by Reuters, by the way, his quote was, I have, and I'm paraphrasing. I've seen a lot of, I have seen a lot of, uh, court cases in my day and things arguing in court and that was definitely not one of the good ones <laughs> so this yeah, is a republican who was a hundred percent for trump here's a guy who's like okay i'm going into this with a fair mind let's see what our side says and he's probably there with his he's like all happy like okay watch him get it
1: Ew. this is ugly. It's going to get even more ugly. It's going to be so apparent that he needs to be impeached, and then it's not going to happen. And it's just going to be like, all right. Yeah. And yeah. It's, you know, you know, it's just like this, it's so, it's so crazy how things are just so disproportionate right now. Like you said, with Elon Musk and then Elon Musk tweets out, you know, something about some fake cryptocurrency Doge coin and everything. Boom. Everybody, you know, so I mean, there's probably like thousands of little you know, younger kids making, uh, <laughs> Making more than than me or you at our jobs or you know at our at our unemployment checks right now, like every day, just because that's just how things have become. I've made six hundred dollars in Bitcoin in the last two weeks, for the record, everybody. Good
0: for you. <laughs> it's a forty-six thousand dollar digital coin. Total return five hundred and seventy-one dollars. Holy shit! Is that
1: that's all you got to do? Yeah. That's all, all right. you gotta do. That's all you gotta do. Buy and hold. Yeah, no, Wait, this is what. So when to do it?
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, um, I'm asking you. So here we got a situation where this is going to be obvious because people didn't want this job. Giuliani's. He didn't want Giuliani on. This is a, an unwinnable case in the public opinion. This is the thing. You're going to see so many things are going to come out under Crystal. It's not going to matter to the Trump fans. What it's, when it's going to matter is five, four, eight, 12, 16, not five, 16 years down the road. All these Republicans who are drawing the line and supporting Donald Trump's, uh, supporting Donald Trump right now, they're going to be on record. And it's going to bring, at the end of the day, it's going to bring the very end of the Republican Party, possibly. Who knows? Unless they have somebody else that rises from the ashes and becomes another Trump. Scary part if he's Trump and smart, If he's as much of a piece of shit as Trump is, but he's smarter. Imagine oh, that.
1: Right. You have mentioned that's this dangerous. in previous episodes. Yeah. Well, that's going to happen.
0: You know. So yeah, it's definitely going to happen. I don't. At, at the end of the day, man, it's it, it, it's going to be. I'm not going to pay a ton of attention to it because we we talked about earlier. It is so nice not having Donald Trump on the forefront of my brain. It's been amazing. It's been amazing. Not being on social media other than to promote our show is another thing that's helping. Like I'm not scrolling too much, and if I do, I catch myself pretty quickly. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot what that's all about myself. Yeah. I still we still need to get some you need to get some fun videos from Vig. You send them me and I'll post them. Vig is anti social media for very good reason because he's he's trying to maintain sanity and and not become a zombie. And he's done he's he's he like I said before, I always compliment him. He was one of the first people to jump off the social media train a long time ago. Like he's like, dude, this is fucking my life up a little bit. I'm off. I'm out, guys. You know.
1: So Yeah, yeah, this pretty much sums it all up. Oh my god. It was it was It was literally fucking my life up.
0: I don't know if it was that bad, uh, but I mean, it was adding to it. It it just was a distraction uh, that you didn't need. uh, It wasn't like
1: methamphetamine. It really was. Hey, guys. Fucking stupid. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't that fucking up your life bad. But, I mean, it was definitely like a drug. And it was definitely affecting the same parts of your brain. You know, so... This is a Booyah Bees episode, Viggy. Yeah. there's a Booyah
0: Bees. It
1: is. Booyah Bees. I love Booyah Bees. I love Booyah Bees. Next okay. week,
0: folks. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's It's going to – this impeachment might be a little bit fun. I just wish they were able to get somebody on the stand that could be re- – I would love to see Donald Trump on the stand. Obviously, he's not going to. I mean, the guy can't handle, you know, Chris Matthews you know the guy or christopher (laughs) wall he can't handle chris wallace what is he going to do with a bunch of democrats
1: that was like his that he he was on the same team
0: yeah chris wallace is i could see that being in a boardroom at fox and it's like sean hannity and that tucker carlson jack off and laura ingram is she another one she sucks too i could see them all and like you know the other board members and then Chris Chris Wallace is like, oh well, guys, I, I really, really think that uh, you know, maybe just be a little more truthful here. I mean huh, I mean, he did lose the election, right? Shut the fuck up, shut up. We don't want <laughs> they just start no. throwing, they just start throwing coffee cups at him. Yeah,
1: let's go with Lou Dobbs. He's more you know. Lou Dobbs. And honestly, Lou, Lou Dobbs is one of the most popular shows on Fox. Network. it was Fox Business, and it was canceled just this week because of the impending shit show that's coming. And he was pushing the election was stolen for a long time and he's off the air and they're being sued big time. So it's Newsmax and Fox and these individuals are actually being sued for this. Uh, Good, good, good. I love that.
0: Sue the fuck out of them.
1: I mean, just can we kind of just go back over this? you know how did, how did anybody think that this was going to end well like go go all the way back to the day after the election right and all this stuff that was being pushed then all the way up all the way through the holidays and yeah how did it, did anybody say like this is not going to end well i'm surprised it wasn't a lot worse it really was like a civil war it was just it was uh you know, it was just a small – like a fringe extremist group that just stormed the Capitol building rather than it just be all over the country. But it could have very easily been that if they would have been smarter. Well, here's the it deal. Could Trump could have planned the whole Civil War,
0: really. Well, well, let's talk about it, and let's talk about the legalities of this. All right? Let's talk about it. All right, it's constitutional. There's nothing in the Consti- Let's – let's take the Republican argument for a second. It's unconstitutional. There's nothing in the Constitution that says it. It comes to your interpretation okay now i don't know is it maybe they should have put it to the supreme court and leave it at that maybe that would have been better i I don't know if trump would have been because they've obviously proven that they are not loyal to trump more than they are the constitution
1: they did put it to the supreme court they didn't they wouldn't hear the case because it was why would they hear the case because what do you why do you think they wouldn't hear the case it was so the, all made up. There was no there was no le, there was no evidence ever. Where's the evidence? If people have the evidence out there, please let us know. Valley 8 at gmail.com. Oh, no, I, got, evidence? That's I evidence. got a video. We'll have you on the show. Let's talk about it.
0: Oh, well, that's I have asked Dave to come on for that. And actually, surprisingly enough, I said, Well, Dave, come on and you can defend your point. And he's like, Oh, I don't know enough about it. Then why are you posting about it on Facebook every fucking 20 minutes? And why are you sending me texts?
1: If you don't know about it, shut the fuck up, right? It's just about the election being stolen. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know, some bullshit happened. No, I don't.
0: No, I don't. Why would I know that? How come you don't know 9-11 wasn't, you know, how come you don't know 9-11 was filled with untruths? How come you don't know that? ah fuck I know that that's why I bitched about it
1: well right so it's you know that was one of the ones that really started it after September 11th the conspiracy theories were really going and obviously there was plain as day able to see in some of the aftermath of September 11th that that was you know an inside job
0: Well, I don't know if it was an inside job do you think it's an inside job?
1: Well, I don't know.
0: I haven't seen enough edit evidence to suggest that. I just know what they told us is bullshit. That's all I know.
1: Okay, so then that, then you're, that leaves the door open for it to be maybe an inside job. Or yes, it could be, cover-up. yeah, but I don't know that.
0: I, I don't want to make a claim. I I a couple of years back, uh, maybe 10 years ago, I decided I'm not educated enough to say it's an inside job. I'm educated enough to say that what the government, what what the 9-11 commission said was filled with bullshit. And I know what a lot of, you know, a lot of people said now uh, that what they saw, nobody, no, not many people saw that said they saw a missile that hit the, the Pentagon and the Pentagon had a hole that was about 15 feet shorter than what the plane would have created. And it wasn't like, well, it's just the nose hit it and it imploded. Well, yeah, but even there, the sides were completely pristine. It looked like a blast. If you see the hole in the Pentagon, and they're saying a plane hit it. And not only that, you know how hard it would be to fly a plane like that into a friggin' building that you weren't really that well trained on? I don't know that, actually. I hear it would be really difficult. <laughs> I never did it. I never, I never drove a plane into a building.
1: No experience
0: with no, that. No, 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 it's not experience. But but <laughs> a pilot, but any pi- I've heard a lot of pilots say that that it would be very difficult for someone with his training to do. And almost impossible. I've also heard other pilots say, oh, it's not that hard. So it's like, well, which one do you believe? And which ones are trying to protect a possible lie? So who thought we were gonna get into 9 11 Holy cow. We should have a whole episode about that. And yeah, really, really, really divulge it really really investigate
1: yeah because, up, to, up until this point yeah <laughs> so what are all the facts up until this point
0: yeah we'll figure it out but uh yeah so what's the what's going to be the republican defense other than just loyalty to trump and, and, a, and more importantly afraid of trumpets voting them out in two years what is their motivation why how is this not since it's, he's going to be tried for this what's going to be their defense that he didn't do this, that he didn't mean we're gonna march and fight. He didn't mean literally fight.
1: He didn't mean to literally march. Yes, yes. He I fucking said the words. That yeah, he didn't really mean that. Was-
0: oh, okay. Well, when you have a, when you have supporters who are literally chasing a bus down with in four wheel drives and a high a high speed chase, chasing a bus down out of a state. And he thought those are the kind of people he should say march and fight. And that would be, and he didn't really, and they wouldn't take him seriously. He's a fucking idiot. Then he, he's either, he either did this or he's a moron. You got to make a decision. Trump fan.
1: It remains to be seen, but I really feel that what's going to happen is that they are going to push the unconstitutional and then that's really the main thing, and then that he wasn't really saying go out and fight, and that he also said, Let's march down to the Capitol peacefully. He did say that in one of his statements in the speech. And that it'll go up to vote and the Senate will acquit him. Yeah.
0: Well, they won't convict. I guess it would be an acquittal. Yeah. What do you need? Sixty-seven. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what, the Trump team, if they drop the ball in a big time way, it's going to make it even harder for these guys to do this because they're not doing it to, to, to do to just to, to, for service their country. They're doing it because they're afraid of losing votes. And, and you got to wonder how the Democrats, if they had the same situation, how they would react. You would hope the <laughs> yeah. fucking Democrats would throw this person to the walls. But I don't know.
1: We don't know if the sometimes Democrats the majority do. isn't quite a majority. So,
0: yeah, right, I mean, I, that's exactly what's going to I agree, 100% agree with you. I don't think there's enough Republicans with enough decency and enough care for their country and enough care for their fellow mm-hmm. Americans more so than they care about staying in office. You know, people like Rand Paul, you know, shill, empty suit, clown. So there's that.
1: There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The gentleman from Kentucky. Who would have thought Mitch McConnell would be my favorite of the two? And who would have thought that Mitch McConnell actually would have had like some like a conscience and was like, all of a sudden now he's like, oh
0: yeah, now they hate him. (laughs) He's like, okay, guys. Okay. Okay. Look, I mean, it's kind of gone far enough, right? I mean, right? It went a little far already. It's just let him be president now, right? No,
1: no, no, Mitch, 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 have some balls and do this for me. Like Um, that's what Lindsey Graham was like that too, and then now he's like it's unconstitutional. Like, (laughs) tell you what, Tokyo is not looking that bad these days.
0: I have wanted to go to Tokyo for years. Do you want to go to Tokyo with me? I'm, let's go to Tokyo. This I'm being be the... dead serious. Let's okay, fucking I'll plan a be trip to serious. Tokyo. Yeah. The only Come caveat on. is we have to go see a wrestling show.
1: Let's do it.
0: It's this gonna be Awesome
1: Awesome like Street G's incident was playing too or something. Oh my god. My gosh. Uh, this will be the episode that we came up with. We were like, okay, that's so it. We're going to Tokyo. We're
0: going to Tokyo. We, we got to figure all the details out, but I let, let's pound, let's 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 virtual pound that out, uh, man. Yeah, we're going,
1: we're to, going Tokyo. to Tokyo.
0: Should it be a boys' okay. trip or should I bring my wife? It she fits sure. in really well, fucking everything. well. We'll have an everybody
1: time. It'll be yeah. great. But that's, and then we'll have a, we'll have an episode over there too.
0: I believe I fucking made six hundred dollars. Okay. Oh yeah. shit. You inspired me, friend. Hey, baby! Okay. We made $600 in the stock market the last two weeks.
1: You didn't make shit my money. Now everybody can get involved. It's not just for the hedge fund tycoons anymore. Now oh, everybody. we're coming for your money. All right,
0: Vic, we had a hell of a time. This was a really, sure. this was kind of getting back to our roots. We were kind of all over the place.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, we were, right. But I liked so, it. Yes. I felt, I felt you never alive. Know. You never know what you're going to get when you tune into the 40-somethings podcast. And uh, right, today was one of those times. So, awesome. Another yeah. great episode.